if they don't want to do the work and they're they're content with where they are and how everything is going then if you're an individual that's you know having about a growth mindset and wanting to you know better yourself and pursue your purpose and try to be better every day in your life this might be somebody that's going to hold you back and you know it's a harsh reality of the world but sometimes that's what ends up happening right mm-hmm. so if somebody's there and they're going to hold you back and they're going to stagnate you it's better to cut things off early as opposed to just leaving it there because you feel bad for this other person at the end of the day this is a conversation between friends none of what is said here should be taken as legal advice we are not experts in any way take what resonates and leave the rest Welcome back, everybody. This is episode 82. I'm back to some shots of info. For today, we're going to be focusing on foundations. Um, I don't know how you call it, sensible topic, I guess. But how would you get over a breakup? So that's on the foundations. And if we get a chance also, maybe we can talk about what's going on with the markets, the stimulus that just passed. Uh, we're like actually see the input, what's happening over there, because I'm over here <laughs> chilling. But yeah, let's get, let's get it started. So um, let's, let me ask you this. Well, you have ex-girlfriends, right? So how do you deal with those? Well, the way I dealt with them was just completely stop talking to them altogether. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so here's the thing. So the whole point of the topic was because I was... Uh, it was brought into my universe that uh, somebody that I know mm-hmm. kind of got into a breakup and, you know, they, they were in a rut and they've been, they've been out of the relationship for a little while, a couple months now, I think almost going on six months mm-hmm. and they're still down and depressed and they don't really know how to kind of like function without this other person. So it kind of, you know, gave me the idea that maybe this is something worth talking about here. So one of the things that was immediately just noticeable from this other person was the fact that a lot of the the activities and a lot of the things that this person did or he did was centered around the other person, right? And we've talked about it before where, you know, you kind of need to not be in a relationship where you're relying or dependent on the other person as a form of just feeling complete, right? Because that's called dependency. Mm-hmm. And if, whether you heard about it or not, it's essentially not being able to feel like your your full self without another person to complete you. Mm-hmm. So that becomes a problem because everything that you do, if the other person isn't there, then you don't feel like you know you're fully there. You don't feel like you're ever doing anything. So. To that end, you need to be really diligent about the fact that whenever you get into a relationship, it's not coming from a point of you need to feel whole or completed by another person because you don't feel satisfied with whatever it is internally that you have going on, right? When you go into a relationship, the whole point is to go in at 100%. And that other person adds in another 10%, right? Mm -hmm. So think of it like a cherry on top. You have the whole cake. And that's your life and that's you and you're complete. And then that cherry on top just adds to the decoration of your life, right? It adds value to your life as opposed to taking value away. Mm -hmm. So 
that's something that this person in my universe didn't have. That other person was there to complete the other 50% of the cake as opposed to being the cherry on top. So that's where you need to be good about, hey, I'm going to get into this relationship, not because I feel like I need to be completed, but because this person adds value to my life. And it's not that my life isn't fully, you know, 100%, but, you know, they can add an extra 10% on top of the 100 that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, definitely agree with you on that. And that's something that I actually had to learn from experience because I feel like um, the only series of relationship that I have been with was with my high school sweetheart, which was five years ago. <laughs> so that was the only relationship that was set up being involved with, like fully committed. So when when that happened and when we were kept from my personal experience, yeah, I kind of struggled a lot, actually, because I was mm -hmm. depending on her. And I guess a lot of things, even though I was living in Buffalo, we did activities together, such as like, you know, FaceTime every night. That was, became like a ritual for us. And I can actually say that I was in love with her because I believe I was. And, you know, it's, it's a chemical reaction that it's, it's, it's part of humans, you know? Natural. And it's natural, exactly. So I cannot deny what I've not been in love with before. So it was rough. For me, it was rough going, how did I deal with it? Well, uh, we actually stopped communication like altogether. We tried to be the friends, you know, initially for like a month. And after that, it didn't work out. Like, you know, we both had feelings for each other and it wasn't going to look nice for either, either of us. So she blocked me on everything. It was actually her who blocked me on everything. And I felt like I never uh, got a really, like the closure. I never felt like I had the really closure back then. And so was how it is. Yeah, and I, I felt like that's why I got into that, that dark ages on my uh, teenage, 19. Uh, by 19, I got, you know, I hit bottom rock because of that. I was doing a lot of drugs. Well, not like, you know, just weed, drinking and stuff like that. So I think it was because of that. But eventually I learned. I was like, yo, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> and that's when I started, you know, like working on myself and went back to college and here I am, like, about to graduate with a computer science degree. And, you know, I think that was, like, one of the biggest lessons of my life, eventually, because it led me to the point that I am and to be the man that I am as well. So, yeah, I guess, depending on the person that you're talking about or the person that are young, definitely a breakup is one of those lessons that you actually need to go through and see how you react. Uh, maybe some of the kids who have seen before like breakups or maybe know about it or you know there's different type of peoples uh they can deal with it differently but because of me like I had to deal with on my own I don't have older brothers that can tell me like how it was and actually my sister used to tell me like uh because I still used to like maybe like three or four years ago like a year after we broke up I still had this little uh stuff pillow that she gave me and you know she, my sister was like, you got to burn that, throw the shit away. And that's eventually what I did. And ultimately, you know, I got rid of everything that reminded me of her to away because, you know, I didn't want her in my life anymore. And even if she was to come back, I didn't want to be back with her because the reason why we broke up, it was for something, right? And yeah, but it, I think going through a breakup is hard and everybody's going to deal differently but there is a saying that, you know, women suffer at the beginning, but men suffer in the long term. So 
Is it the reverse? No. It's worse. You know, so women tend to suffer like the first months, whereas mm. men, they enjoy the freedom of the first months, but they end up missing uh, afterwards. Gotcha. Yeah. So, yeah. You, go ahead. No, go ahead. It's, up, it's all you. Okay. So, yeah, you, you basically hit on a couple points there, right? So, like, in the initial part where you guys, you know, you break up, a good practice is to kind of just break all communication. And Again, there's a reason why you guys broke up. And if you try to facilitate some sort of a relationship with each other, at the end of the day, it's just going to end badly. Um, so, yeah, just try to cut communication. And then eventually, maybe, if you guys see that there's a potential for a friendship, you can reconvene later on down the road. But, like, I'm talking about, like, months, if not years later. And most of the time, by that point, you've already found somebody else or you've moved on or you're doing something else with your life. And this person will be what they are, a memory in your past, nothing more. Right. That's where they should be because they were there to help you grow. And you grew like you did, right? So it sets you back a little bit because, you know, you became relatively, you know, down on yourself and about life and doing a lot of drugs, but that allowed for a lot of self-reflection. And then the realization that, Hey, I can't just live my life like this simply because of this one moment, this one person. Right. So that's where, you know, you get those realizations and they usually come from the hardest moments. So that's a good thing to happen, but it's not something that you have to repeat. So there's that. Second, that's dealing with the initial hit, right? The initial breakup. Moving forward so that this doesn't happen again, we go back to what I was telling you about having a complete or a complete sense of worth, right? Not needing somebody else to complete you to feel like, you know, you're worthy of life. So one of the things that I would say that you should probably do is a lot of times people like finding that companionship in another person, right? So rather than just finding it in a single individual, you should have a decent amount of friend groups or not family units to help kind of facilitate that same camaraderie and that companionship. So you should definitely be having friend groups where you do different activities with them, right? So maybe you have a friend group that's, you know, for this hobby that you like doing, like playing basketball or something, right? Or this other uh, group of friends where you guys like doing outdoor things, right? Like going on adventures, going on trips, maybe traveling, right? So you, you guys are a group of friends that like to travel. And then you should be having strong family ties because that's one of the other components that most people end up missing. And, you know, you have a tendency of kind of just pulling back from the family and pulling back from your friends to be with this one person. That happens a lot. That's where the codependency comes in, right? So that's something that you have to be really diligent about not doing. Like, hey, you're starting to see the signs that, hey, I'm, I'm spending a little bit too much time with this person and I'm completely neglecting everything else in my life. That's a sign that something is not particularly balancing out well. So you have that. And... Yeah, that's it. I would say that the other component is to pursue purpose. We've said it before and we'll say it again. If you're not on some sort of mission or some sort of purpose, that's going to set you back a lot Mm -hmm. because the only thing you're going to focus on are, again, other people and other people's problems. And that's usually going to show up in the form. If you have a partner in a relationship, you're going to focus on them and solving their problems. And that's what's going to make you codependent. That's what's going to make you needy. That's what's going to make you annoying. 
and that's what's going to make them break up with you. Definitely, for sure. Yeah, I, I think, well, uh, going back to the, to the point that you mentioned about getting a purpose, I think that's actually one of the keys, not just like for a relationship to work, but also for yourself to have a purpose or like wake up in the morning, honestly. Like, why yeah. are you waking up in the morning? So definitely that, uh, it is experience. And I'm saying, I don't know how old, uh, you know, the person that you're talking about is, or maybe who's listening to this and maybe can relate. If you are young, I think, well, I feel like you should definitely encounter a breakup, definitely fall in love, because that's a really one of those experiences that you never get back. Well, you will get back eventually, but it's a beautiful experience to go through. So, but you learn a lot from it as well. So if you guys break up for some reason, then you have a lesson and then you just move on with your life and you just grow as a man, as a woman, as whatever, you know. So yeah, you complete. I agree with you regarding, you know, all those points about the codependency and why, you know, a, a breakup might become like super, super hard for uh, certain people is because they become really, really dependent with each other. And sometimes it's not even love. It's just like the lifestyle that they have with the partner. They just got yeah. so comfortable with it. So maybe Build those little habits, those little routines, yeah. you do them every day. Right. And then when that's taken away from you, you're just like, whoa, mm-hmm. how do I even live life? Exactly. So definitely try to be your own individual rather than, you know, be dependent. And like Randy mentioned, uh, be the entire cake and just that person that comes into your life is a compliment rather than be the half of it. And just think about it. You are also going to be the little uh, cherry in her cake because she might have her own goals. She might have her own ambitions. And you guys are going to complement each other in such a way that you guys are going to push each other to do, to bring the best out of you both, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I think um, breakups are... That, that's actually one of the other points that I wanted to mention. So let's say hypothetically you do get into a relationship where, you know... You're at where you need to be. You're the cake. And the other person is looking to you as a codependent person, right? That's going to be difficult, right? Because you're on one level and she or the the other person is on another level. You guys aren't matching up. And at the end of the day, that's not going to end well. Because, again, both of you need to be on the same level with this. That's a relationship, right? You guys need to be working on the same team, on the same side. So... When you see these things happening, when these little things where, you know, like this other person is looking to you to feel complete and feel validated for their existence. Yeah. You have to be diligent about like, you know, if you really care about this person, you really want to try to make a relationship work with them. Try to push them to, you know, kind of get their their stuff together. Right. Try to push them towards some sort of purpose, Uh, not necessarily motivate them, but just put push them towards push them towards being more independent and self-reliant in who they are and their self-worth. Right. But at the end of the day, that's something that's going, if they don't want to do the work and they're, they're content with where they are and how everything is going, then if you're an individual that's, you know, having about a growth mindset and wanting to, you know, better yourself and pursue your purpose and try to be better every day in your life, this might be somebody that's going to hold you back. And, you know, it's a harsh reality of the world, but sometimes that's what ends up happening, right? Mm -hmm. So if somebody's there and they're going to hold you back and they're going to stagnate you, 
it's better to cut things off early as opposed to just leaving it there because you feel bad for this other person. At the end, it's not your responsibility to take care of other people. Or to a certain extent, it's not your responsibility to take care of other people that don't want to help themselves. Mm-hmm. Right? Because it's their life. And if they're choosing to not live up to their potential, then so be it. But that doesn't necessarily mean that you have to come down with them. That's absolutely true. That's absolutely, actually, I had that on my mind as well. And that's true. It's hard nowadays to, you know, meet or match at the same level with certain person. But even if you give it a try for like, I don't know, for the initial uh, phase of the relationship to see how, you know, willing is she to be the best version of herself. And, you know, for somebody who is on their purpose like me and not having that partner, it's, it will be tough because like you said, it's going to kind of like hold you back. And even if you try to bring her with you, it's, if there's no ambition, there's not really. They're going to be dragging you down, right? Yeah, it's like yeah, an anchor to a boat. True, true. Right? true yeah. An no, anchor just holds you down. It's tough. I think that goes more into the topic of the type of relationships rather than breakups. <laughs> so let's not deviate. No, no, yeah, we can definitely say that for another topic. <laughs> yeah. But you know, touching the surface there. Yeah, definitely. For um, sure. So yeah, I think I think that about covers it. You got anything else to add? What What you What do you think a relationship breaks? So let's say after five to ten years of relationship, why a relationship would break? Oof, there's so many different things, man. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, right off the jump, a lot of times relationships kind of like they end up breaking relatively early, but people stay committed to each other simply because of filling the reason, you know, sometimes it could be religion. Sometimes it could be family, just like the the society that they live in or the fact that they're comfortable. Like you mentioned, they built up these routines and these habits together. So they're kind of just comfortable and complacent. Sometimes it could be regarding, you know, uh, material possessions, right? So the money and the assets and the way that's going to be divided. Um, There's so many reasons, man. But one of the main things, so here, the three pillars that, you know, we usually go about like having a good relationship is purpose, genuine desire, and respect, right? Mm -hmm. Some point down the line, one, if not multiple of these things ends up being lost. They stop having genuine desire for you, whether that be because, you know, they got bored or, you know, you both kind of just let each other go. You stop, you know, trying to be the best for each other. You stop trying to be in shape. You stop trying to be fill in the blank. You stop being the same person that you were in the beginning, right? And you slowly let yourself go. Uh, they stop respecting you, right? So that goes towards the topic of boundaries that we've talked about in the past, right? There was boundaries that were meant to be set that you never did, or there were boundaries that this person crossed that you never enforced, right? Mm-hmm. So let's say hypothetically, you're like, listen, I don't like when you do X, And the person does X just to test you. And rather than, you know, reinforcing the fact that you don't like that, you just let it go and they just keep doing it and you just keep letting it go. That's a good way to lose respect for somebody. Mm -hmm. Like this guy's just a pushover. I can do whatever I want. Right. Nobody really wants to be with an individual that they don't respect. Mm -hmm. And then the last part is purpose. So, you know, this can go in a bunch of different ways, but 
hypothetically speaking, if you met somebody and, you know, they were full of life and they had purpose and they had meaning to the things that they were doing. And for whatever the reason is they lose it. Right. Sometimes it could be a, a, you know, a hard thing in life, like an accident or maybe a death, some death in the family or whatever the case is. And, you know, they really lose motivation and just, just an incentive to live life. And then they don't ever find it again. And they kind of just fall in this slippery slope. It's a It would be like you when you, you broke up with your girl that first time and you fell down the slippery slope and you never recovered. You kind of just kept doing the same thing, right? Like, you know, from that point, like, who, who, who do you think would want to be with you? Mm-hmm. There's no incentive for you to live life and push forward because you're so depressed and you don't want to do anything. So that's one of the other things that usually ends up breaking a relationship, lack of purpose. Right. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, those three pillars are really, really important. And especially the respect, I think, is one of those things that for a relationship to work, you know, respect doesn't only mean like I respect you the way that you respect me, but it, it also can incorporate trust, right, in communication. But mm-hmm. yeah, for sure, those I agree with those two pillars because, you know, that's the things that we need to live up to by and in order for us to like find a stable relationship and a good partner because it's hard nowadays because people are trying to live their life and like like everybody i'm trying to enjoy my life as well here's another thing right like we have so much technology available to us like we don't even need to let relationships work out right Mm -hmm. if you meet like you've said it before immediately if you see something that you don't like boom you're already ready to move on to the next person and, you know, sometimes it's a little thing that if you could have just like talked it out, boom, they would have solved the problem. But because, you know, we live in a world where everything moves so quickly and you can move on so quickly that we don't even give it a chance. So, well, uh, now, well, yes. Now I'm trying to understand now into like this commitment relationship. And uh, something that I have been learning throughout these years is that if you want to be with that person, you're going to stay with that person. Like you're gonna make you're gonna actually make it work because like mm-hmm. you see value in that person and you you know like she compliments you in a way such a way that uh you both are the best version for yourself why would you let the person go just for like a petty shit you know so if you guys are willing to work on it and you both put your part to work on that issue then the relationship eventually is going to keep growing and this is actually i have been kind of coming to a realization more and more as I see my older sister who have been married since she was 18 with her husband. And she's what, 20, she's about to be 29 actually next week. 11 years. 11 years. Yeah. So it's been a long time. And they have actually shown me that, you know, and I've been talking to my brother-in-law as well. Like he would, he's been telling me like, yes, there was a time that my, that my sister, she actually walked away from the house and I think it was over. And it took me a minute to realize what I was losing. Like he literally waited for like half an hour to actually go and, you know, go and talk to her and reach out to her and just follow her because she, he realized that like what he was losing at the moment. Cause it wasn't just, it was just for the petty shit. And after that, they, she, he mentioned that, um, you know, like, cause they have a, a business together. So they say like, she has been my biggest support. Like I wouldn't be the man or like who I am now she wasn't there because of the grown-ass man man so it's 
is interesting. And that's what you're looking for, right? Yeah, for sure. Because at the end of the day, that's what a relationship is about, is about you guys growing together and being better. And if you find that, you know, again, be careful about not becoming in a codependent relationship Mm -hmm. here. For sure. But if you find a way to be with somebody where you guys both grow together, Mm -hmm. that's the ideal, right? That's what most people are looking for. And that's what most people tend to not find because of every reason that we mentioned before. So definitely for sure. For sure. I, you're definitely more expert on this relationship type of advice. I'm not, I'm very novice. I'm still, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. I think I have like a good foundation about how I wanted to start to, to kind of like begin a solid relationship, but I do have a little bit of high standards on my end because perfectly fine man you know and yeah i was like like you mentioned like you know little shit that i don't like i would just move on to a different one and but then you know we can really ask for for uh but perfect right so it's yeah, not like there's we no perfection. Perfect. there you go there's never going to be a perfect there nope. nor such a thing as a perfect man as well <laughs> so <laughs> we're just gonna go with the best cool all right, so what do you got for me on the finance section? Like the market been crashing last week. Well, oh, since we... been gone, <laughs> bro. I, left... my, I don't know what you did, but for some reason, you were the catalyst for the market dropping off a cliff. <laughs> I was just gonna say that, like at the moment that I left uh, New York, the market is still crashing like crazy. I don't know, man. You, I think you have this magnetic effect, and once you left, it just just fell off a cliff. So, yeah, um, so one of the big things, and I think we talked about it in uh, number 80, podcast number 80, about mm-hmm. uh, bond yields, or maybe we didn't. But essentially, um, the bond yield has been going up, which has been dropping the market. I don't know the best way to explain it, because I'm not 100% fluent with speaking about bonds. Um, but, yeah, so that's been going up while the market has been dropping because of that. And, you know, now we are getting the the talks about the stimulus passing, right? So, you know, that's usually a positive catalyst. But the reason why the bonds have been rising is because of fears of inflation. Right. Given the fact that more money into into the economy isn't necessarily going to be conducive to preventing inflation. If anything, it's going to make inflation happen a little bit faster. You know, people are still not a little hesitant that inflation is probably setting in eventually. Interest rates are zero. So there's no reason for, there's no incentive for you to save money at this point because you're not going to save anything. If you go check your bank, they're not giving you anything for leaving the money there. Whereas if you were to check like two or three years ago, you would have gotten a decent percent return. So with interest rates low and with more money being put into the economy, And more people at this point during the pandemic, you know, kind of being more diligent about not spending as much money because, you know, they want to keep it and never for an emergency. This is likely to start causing interest rates to again. Right. Which is going to incentivize people to save more of their money, because right now at this point with interest rates so low, people should be incentivized to spend money, but they're not. So when interest rates start going up and now people are being incentivized to save more money since nobody was spending when the interest rates are low. Now, even less people are going to spend when interest rates start raising, which is going to be a problem because that's going to cause inflation given the fact that there's so much money out in the market at this point. So 
long story short, shit is going down, but I don't know for how long. No, definitely. Like anything had to, it had to happen, honestly. Like we saw the huge rise on the tech, especially the tech bubble. And we saw tremendous increase on certain sectors, such as like the crypto mining and tech and 5G, like a lot of sectors growing during this pandemic, whereas the economy was on shit, like on literally shit hole. And why is because the stimulus package, uh, well, first of all, I was just reading an article com the comparison between the second stimulus package and the third stimulus, a stimulus package that is being passed. And that is, there's a huge difference on where the money is being allocated. Now, uh, the second stimulus package, it was mainly on, if you guys remember, we talked here on the podcast, it was going to literally other countries, companies, and just a tiny, 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 tiny bit to the people of the country who actually needed it. And whereas this new stimulus packages, and I'm not like, you know, like go Democrats <laughs> like crazy, but they actually looking out for the people like, but there's a consequence, of course. And the consequence is going to be the inflation because they don't realize how much money is going to be now circulating in the economy and in the country that the dollar that you have in your pocket today is not is no longer going to be worth the same dollar tomorrow. And that causes, you know, panic among the people. And, but yeah, I think overall, we will see some times of uncertainty moving forward until uh, at least, you know, like vaccination is like, you know, uh, what do you call it? given to like at least 80 percent everybody's vaccinated yeah. yeah 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 and the economy is fully like open to you know to do business even though it's not going to be like what it was two years ago or actually a year ago uh you know where everything was normal or sort some type of normal but we will be discovering discovering a new type of normal and hopefully mm -hmm. uh there is a um a rapid recovery and inflation doesn't go up too high as well. The unemployment rate is been decreasing, which is good news as well. But we'll see what happens, honestly. And just time will tell us how the economy will look like in the next uh, few months or so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. But, I think that's it, man. Yeah. But today, you know, markets are started rising, picking up itself up, maybe up uptrend in the near future. The Nasdaq hit uh, new the hit the newest highs or the highest highs in the last four months. So today mm -hmm. the Nasdaq rose so much that within the last four months it just hit a new high. Mm -hmm. yeah. How high it rose? Well, we'll see what happened. Well, just time we tell, honestly. But yeah, other than that, got nothing more to say. Peace out. We'll see you next time. What the f is we?